a question. Duality in my discography as I have balancing, and I'm bound to And you ain't believing me. Of course, I'm gonna make it. I'm easily talented. You never face the truth. The only way you probably hang is the noose. I'm an explanation, you an excuse. Liberated, but you cooped in the coop. Instead of watching, want you do what I do. Instead of blocking, want you help me get through. Why would you wait till I'm hot? Try that shoot for a spot. Did you ever promote it? You go to my shows. I'ma give you a stop. Saving was never my job. Come on, girl, that's my problem. I don't need to step. I'ma fall on the net just to make sure I'm not bothered. You're never pursuing your dreams. You were sitting duck, it seems on the water. Why I move hella hard? No, I'm not gonna talk cause I'm never a blog. But when I get far, only where I don't want ones can come from when I started watching what you do, what I do. Standing out, don't you frown on your move. Suddenly spend some blood on your group. So don't need to impress my impression to prove. Instead of wearing all these problems, how about you just lose? Instead, stay the blue. I'm a national nation, you're an excuse. I'm a national nation, you're an excuse. I'm a national nation, you're an excuse. Instead of watching what you do, what I do. Standing line, don't you frown on your move. Suddenly just spend some blood on your group. I'm a national nation, you're an excuse. 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 Today on the show, we have a very special guest. She is the host of the Bagels and Shade radio show and podcast. We have V on the show today. That's right. Thank you for having me. Of course. <laughs> I always like seeing your posts because um, they're always very spirited. They're sketchy. They're, they're a little sketchy. They're well, a little sketchy. Some of the memes are controversial. <laughs> yes, but, you know, without controversy, what would we have? Be, life would be boring. I know. I love to trigger people just a little, just a little, just to get them riled up. Yeah, and, you know, like I always say, I'm not responsible how, for how people react to what I do. I'm responsible for how I react um, I can't control people's emotions. I'm sure you feel the same way. Oh, yeah. Like, what I find is funny typically isn't funny to, like, 70% of the planet. So I'm trying to change that number. Yeah, I have a very dark sense of humor. And <laughs> I have a, I have a hard time with people that don't have a sense of humor at all. Mm -hmm. um, my wife is very oh, funny. Oh, I've seen. You've been posting some crazy memes, though, lately. <laughs> I have to, you know. And people say, oh, Nate, that's funny to name my day. Then, then I'm responsible. You know, I have to, I have to keep up the content. I have to, I also have to keep up with you because you have, you have very good memes, and fun posts. So I, I feel like not that I'm in competition. I feel like we're in concert. We're trying to, um, keep the positive vibes going, right? Yeah, there's definitely no competition. Like you guys are professional, have high quality content. Mine's is like the drunk uncle that's in the back room, you know, <laughs> with shenanigans. Yeah, like mine's. I don't strive to be successful. I just strive to irritate and make people laugh. <laughs> well, and I think you know, I was talking to somebody and I, today, and I was saying, if you can strive for honesty, then everything else will fall into place because. Especially in entertainment, people are so fake and, 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 and not even intentionally. I think a lot of times they think they have to have a certain persona. And then what happens is... Oh, no, you're 100% right. What happens is they, they get so attached to the idea that they, they lose themselves and then they're not authentic. But I think of people like Rihanna or people like... Um, mm -hmm. She comes to mind a lot because she's just herself all the time. And she's at that point where she, can, she doesn't care about... Um, be anything but herself, and I, I like that, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a good example would be like six nine. He was all about that gang life, and the second he got into jail, he's just snitching, just mm-hmm. just a little little bitch. Yeah, so that's yes. a good one too. <laughs> yeah, I keep posting my um, <laughs> my sister in law keeps sending Takashi memes back and forth. And, uh, oh, it's great! I oh made my, my own Takashi meme, but I'm t- I'm too scared to post it because people might like really be, be like you know sketchy towards me if I post it. But it's a little controversial. I made it myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, look, I'm a fan. I'm sure you are. Now you're you're from are you from New York? I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn, New okay, York. So because I, a lot of my friends are from Brooklyn. And there's a certain, maybe street code is not the right term, but there's a certain respect you have, okay, for definitely not snitching on people, Mm -hmm. putting your... Well, like, you you just can't do it. Like, I grew up with a family and, like, surrounded in a, you know, crime type of situation where people were dealing drugs and there was trafficking and there was all types of stuff. And even as a kid... When you grow up and you see that and you see someone shot in front of your home and, you know, it's just you're so desensitized. But you also know that the streets handle themselves because it is kind of like the wild, wild west. So as long as you mind your business and keep to yourself, you don't get involved in anything. You know, it's the way that we were raised. When you're involved in it and you're snitching, you're just you're just looking for trouble. Right. No. Now, and it's also... I think that developed out of necessity because for, I mean, hundreds of years, uh, people that were less fortunate or from a different background, they couldn't rely on the police or things like that, you know? So they, yeah. that was their only choice, you know? I mean, in, in mm-hmm. nowadays, I think hopefully we have better choices. Um, I think, yeah, Takashi got caught up in what he thought he had to be. And truthfully, um, I'm not super familiar with his music, but... Uh, I, I think if uh, he didn't have to do that. There's plenty of people that, really, if you have quality music, that's the most important thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, people get caught up. You know, I'm sure you know people that have gotten caught up in all types of things. People might get offended, but I actually loved Takashi's music uh-huh. before he even blew up. Right. Because I love that type of, like, animated gang gang makes me want to fight and it makes me want to run around. So it was like that kind of energetic caricature music. So I was like, yeah, I'm all about it. And everybody was like, oh, he's fake. He's this, he's that. I'm like, I'm listening to the beats and the energy. I don't care about him. I care about the music. And it just sucks because he had his Cinderella moment where his life was changed. Yet he still stood in the hood. You know, like me, I live in the suburbs now. I come from the hood. Once you elevate and you change your life, you should stay away from that type of scene. And it's not leaving your friends and your family behind it's just if they're involved in legal things you kind of have to get away from that because you can't thrive in this industry if you're around that type of mentality because all they do is kill each other you know and rob each other and do stupid stuff like they have this very ignorant mentality you know so you gotta kind of get away from that and that's where he messed up he should have took his money and ran (laughs) right yeah i mean uh you know uh self-preservation i think is essential when you're trying to rise yeah. above whatever the circumstances, whether it's uh, a certain background or, or or even like let's say you're trying to uh, be a sober person and you have a I don't know you're an alcoholic or a drug addiction, yeah. you have to change your friends and your surroundings. You can't be around mm-hmm. 
you have to completely do a 360 mm -hmm. and you know change your life because ultimately mm -hmm. that's important especially when you have a family and things like that I didn't think we would get so serious right away, but I'm kind of glad. Oh no, we go we go hard. We're very Oprah Winfrey today. That's like we right. don't care. I'll be I'll be Gail. <laughs> you can be Oprah, vice versa. <laughs> no, I'm more the Gail because she's kind of like the Leslie sidekick, and that's totally me. So <laughs> that works out. <laughs> triggered people are triggered right now. I can't believe she says Leslie. It's okay, people. I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. No, but I okay. Did you like ever? Did you ever watch? I I think about it often. I I wish it leaked on the internet somehow. When Oprah and Gail went on that road trip, on her show. Oh God, hot mess. That was the best. Hot I mean, mess. That was the best TV. I mean, them getting in a fight. You know. You know what? I know, but you know what I think they cut out though. Like I think in between all this, because you know there was a, a ton of takes. Yeah. I think there was a lot of joints, a lot of shots, and uh, there was some scandal in between. You know, oh, there had to be. So I wish they would show that. Yeah, I wish they would show that. I I, I think Oprah smokes. Don't quote me allegedly, but I think Oprah gets lit. She turns up. Uh, well, okay, I'm I'm here to confirm something. I think she said she does <gasps> from time to time. Because she, she was in a picture. Well, and I'm only saying that because she was in a picture at a party with Snoop Dogg. And they were joking, she said, oh, you know, like, don't put it past me, you know. And and if, if she's How in California or wherever, it's, you know, I, I don't, I, I think that's in, in this society where people are addicted to pain pills and things. I'm not saying I use drugs in any of any kind, but I am saying that that's the best uh, version you can attempt. You know? Yeah, I've never heard of anyone like smoking a J and like robbing a bank. Like you're not that active. Like you're smoking and you're chilling. Like that's the bare minimum. You might go for snacks, but you're not doing much. You know. Yeah. So I, I I highly approve and recommend it. I'm all about it. But anything else is like, oh no, bath salts. Wait, what? Nah, I don't want to eat anybody today. No. That's weird. Maybe tomorrow. But not yeah, today. like I'm not that dedicated. And then like crack and all that. It's like, wait, people kill. people? people for that yeah i'm not even gonna try that that just sounds terrible none of these drugs sound good none of them <laughs> no you know i don't so know the have you ever... people do it i'm like oh man you should have said that no bro have you ever seen um that uh, dewey cox movie which it sounds so familiar okay, now it's, you just really, said that. it's really funny if anybody out there hasn't seen it it kind of um came and went because it came out during the writer strike in 2008 but it's a really funny, it's like a parody of a music biopic movie. So John C. Mm -hmm. Riley is like, he's kind of like if they mixed Johnny Cash's story with Elvis and a bunch of people. So it was like a fake like musician's story, kind of like a parody of Ray or um, mm -hmm. something like that. But in the, in, the, in the course of the movie, as he progressively gets more and more crazy and, and has more of a rock star life, um, there's a friend of his that is... He always walks in on him doing drugs, and one time he's like, he's like, what are you doing? I'm doing marijuana. Oh, is it addictive? No. <laughs> is it expensive? It's the cheapest drug there is. You know, there's this whole funny rant about it. And um, It sounds like me. It sounds yeah, like yeah, me. Yeah, yeah that's, kind of what I, that's kind of what I think. About. Now, I have to ask you, Bagels and Shade uh -oh. has grown exponentially, even since I was on the show. And I not re you know you're like the the third or fourth person that said that to me and what the other one of the other people was Dominic Natty you know who works with like five over five hundred celebrities oh, he's yeah. like a savage in the game he's like 
your numbers have gotten crazy. I'm like, how? Like, I've lost followers. People threaten me daily and call me fat and crazy and ugly and tell me to die in my DMs. So I don't know. I don't see it. I see more threats, honestly, on Twitter, especially. So well, you're hitting. I, I think you're hitting a nerve, and you're having influence. And you know, Dominic spiritually, he's a he's a publicist. He he has a a third eye for um, that kind of thing. You know, and I I talk oh, to him from time beast. to time. And I, I think, freaking love him. I you know, like I inter- I know you had Doctor Miami on your show. And, um, oh yeah, I love the work you do with Doctor Miami. He's oh, like the yeah. best. And I had him on my show Monday, and he, you know, he mm-hmm. he was great. He's Dominic's client, um, and uh, mm-hmm. we're working on some some more shows. But yeah, no, I I really, it's it, it. I will say this: it's hard to to get your audience, and and you've got one, and it's growing, and yeah. and I'm I'm very um, happy for you. Thank you so and, much. And the no, fact, you the too. Fact, thank you. And the fact that people are coming at you negatively, it's it's out of mm-hmm. insecurity and jealousy and they're seeing, oh, D's doing big things and mm-hmm. that 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 makes me feel insecure. That's usually what that is, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no, I know it's that my memes are super offensive and I like to purposefully trigger people so that they threaten me, but I love that type of energy. Like I love that whole freedom of speech thing. So the nastier you get, the happier I get in my response to them. So that always works out. You know, like when people are super sweet to me, I'm just like super awkward. Like, wait, what? I look good? You're weird. <laughs> but when they threaten me, I'm like, oh, my God, I love you. <laughs> yeah. I might have Stockholm Syndrome. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that it's, it's harder for people to receive praise, I think. And, and I'll, I'll include myself in that. I don't, I'm like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> It's cringy, right? Like, well, I don't know what it is. Because but... it's not as frequent. And so when it happens, um, I just try to be present and say, okay, thank you. Because is it the most important? You don't, I don't know if we do what we do for that at the end of the day. We think we do, but we do it because we were driven to, to do it. So when, when people do give us compliments or say nice things, it's nice. But our mind is going to, okay, well, I got to work on tomorrow's show. So, you know. <laughs> I know you're like thanks okay bye because yeah. like how do you respond like do you ever catch yourself responding totally like awkward like someone says something cool and you're like lemonade and they're like what yes. like that's that's how awkward I get is I'll respond and say something that's totally irrelevant to what we were just talking about Yeah. and then I'll try to like snap my way out of it like yeah I gotta go okay bye <laughs> yeah but yeah uh, jelly is better than cream cheese anyway so uh, you know. <laughs> the other day I was screaming bagel like for no reason like and Kayla was saying something to me and I was like bagels and she was like no what I'm saying is and I just kept randomly yelling bagels maybe I have Tourette's let's talk about that maybe um, could be it, you could you know that that's why medical professionals guys uh, if you if you think there's that new app too where like oh my arm hurts and then the you, my, uh, you can like FaceTime with a doctor, and they'll they'll be like, "Let me see your arm." Oh yeah, it's broken. <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you tried right. that? No, no freaking way! No freaking way! It was cr- like like I was. Uh, my mom came to visit me, and she was she needed a prescription for something, and she who the hell wants to go to the doctor if they don't have to, right? 
So mm -hmm. she tried this app and she's like, yeah, I need a prescription. And then, so she calls the doctor, no waiting room. This, take, this took two minutes. And she says, hey, I need a prescription. Okay, what's your symptoms? I have a sore throat, whatever she said. I can't even remember. She said, okay, your prescription is at the CVS up the street. I mean, what an age are you living? What? Mm -hmm. See, I, th let me tell you. Let me tell you the reason why that's not cool. Why I think that's a little bit freaking weird. I don't know. Have you ever done WebMD? Yeah. So before all my, because I've been, I was sick basically for the past like six, almost seven years, right? Super uh -huh. sick, had to have multiple surgeries, whatever. When I first got sick, I mean, first got sick, I went on WebMD. So this is years ago, and this is maybe when it first launched. I'm not sure. So I go in and it shows, you know, pick, you know, the, the gender, the this, the body, show where your pain is, put all these little symptom things on. I kid you not. The first thing that popped up was like cancer, HIV, everything, everything that could possibly kill you popped up. I was like, what? Like, this is so, this is so extra right now. So then I go to the doctor and I'm freaking out. And my doctor's like, why are you going online and putting all your stuff in? Like, you need to come here, do your blood work. You can't go off of, yes, granted, I did have some cancer. I did have some tumors. So it wasn't completely off. But just seeing something like that without a professional completely examining you, not a good idea. No. You know, and then someone FaceTiming you, you know, like, how's that going to be? Excuse me, doctor. Um, There's a boil on my butthole. Like, how, how do you show them via FaceTime? Yeah. You know and, then, like, and then with the lighting's bad. Yeah. I can see. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. Like, there's so many. That could go so weird. Oh, it could be a creepy doctor trying to see your doodabs. That would be awkward. Yeah. Oh, and what if you they know? take screenshots? Yeah. I bet that's a new, you know, and then, oh, 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 my phone was hacked. How did I get on this site? I, I could see how. <laughs> <laughs> I could see how it's a problem. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about well, that. Well, good thing your mom did good with it. You know, your mom didn't get, you know, fondled via FaceTime no, or awkwardly no. medicated. So that's good. No, my mom is not one to mess with. I wonder if they do for medical marijuana. Yeah, yeah I think oh, you probably she knows. No, yeah, my mom is uh, tough. I wouldn't mess, I don't mess I with her, you know? I think it would be I think it would be fun content-wise. This is how sick I am because all I do is create content. Yeah. How fun would that be to pretend to be sick, FaceTime them, and show them, like, one testicle? Just one. Yeah. Not even a real testicle. Like, just have a fake one. Like, like Will Ferrell and Step Brothers kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's purple. And it's purple. And it has, like, Cheerios. That's yeah. epic. Doctor, epic I'm sick. Help. Help. I'm sick. <laughs> you, video, you video the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel you well. Do I don't feel. Yo, yeah, that'd be. Yeah, I, I can see how that could go left. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, we I, should have an app that we can do this, you know, via yes. FaceTime and do our own little thing, creating content live, like a live TikTok. I bet, hmm. it's, I bet it's coming. I bet it's it's either in the pipeline or you and I should patent the app and, and wet our beak, you know? I'm not even that smart. I'm but if either. you patent it, I'll come on your show. Okay, perfect. <laughs> now, I wanted to uh, tell my audience um, how many, uh, what are some upcoming guests on the show that you have? Well, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, there might be some porn stars coming on, some inappropriate stuff, some rap artists, maybe some producers. 
it's kind of like always up in the air with me because uh-huh. I'm like, I'll have a guest lined up and then I might possibly, I don't know, run away on vacation or, you know, yeah. get lit and be hungover. Like, like I said, we're bare minimum. Um, prof- what is a professionality? Yeah. So uh-huh. there's that. <laughs> but I'm actually going to be working with I've been talking with a radio station That kind of wants me to have my own uh, Late night radio show So then I have some stability And I can be an adult And do a Monday through Friday show Where they'd help with scheduling And keep me on track Whereas now, you know, I do whatever I want Whenever I want People ask me, what's your schedule? I'm like, eh you know, one week I might interview five, six people. Next week I might not interview nobody. You know, it's just I, how I roll. Well, I like that though, and there's a lot of people that that ha- that are kind of like I interview when I want to, and I I I don't when I don't, and and I'm sure okay. And it's to, not good though. It's that's not. The it's thing. not the. It's no, really not. No, but that's that's no. Um, do you? Uh, when you work for the station, are you at liberty to uh, say who they are, or is that in the works? Though? Well, um, well, I can kind of talk about it a little bit. It's going to be with, like, Sunshine Jams out of Miami. That's kind of who I'm working with. Okay. Um, I'm going to be meeting with them tomorrow, actually, and we're going to talk more about programming and all that. But, um, I mean, I'm excited about it because I do need some kind of structure. And it's different when you have, like, a whole team because I've been – I used to work in radio back in the days. And when you have a team like that and engineers and all that – you don't have all the stress that you would have running a show by yourself. And that's the issue that I have is I'm not tech savvy. So I hate having to deal with my board. My sound gets messed up. I'm frustrated. Then keeping track of all your guests and cancellations. Like I hate dealing with all that. You know, I don't have patience for it. So when you're working with a radio station, it just, I feel like it's just more stable for me and it'll be the best bet for me. A lot of people keep telling me don't go to FM because of what happened to me before, you know, anything I said, I was ridiculed, you know, I had to apologize multiple times because I offended people with my humor, you know, so I don't know, this station so far, they're telling me I can say what I want, I can do what I want, they love my humor, so let's see, they want the female Howard Stern, so if I can bring it and not get in trouble, that would be sweet. Well, and I think that's a great opportunity, now, you're still going to keep your bagels in shade, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, like, that's, that's till I die. This show's actually gonna be, I think we named it, like, the Moisture Hour or something like, something really just super, like, just super triggery and awkward, so that's gonna be fun, but yeah, I'll still have, Bagels and Shade is always gonna be my thing, just because I'm petty. A a title just came to my head, I I want you to consider. Uh Uh-oh. I'm thinking Miami. Huh? Uh, No, this is like. Oh, because we just came up with another one. Yeah, um. (laughs) It's gonna be called the Cocoa Butter Show because it's in Miami. You need lotion. You don't. You want to stay moisturized. You know. It could be. It could be cocoa butter. Plus, I'm like brown skin too, and I'm super soft. This could be a good thing. There you go. Well, I'm thinking Miami. Um, there's a there's a uh, a lot of beautiful brown skin. You know. So. Is it weird that I really want to do like some type of like androgynous type of vibe because I'm such a, you know, kind of introverted, awkward, little androgynous weirdo. So like I kind of I want something that just, you know, as soon as you say it, that it's V, like it's so weird that you're like and confusing that you're like, oh, that's that's her show. That's for sure. That show. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. I would I... love something like that where all the freaks can come on my show and feel like, yo, like a freak parade. Yeah, and and especially on my show. Especially Miami. That, that, talk about a freak parade. Every everything. Oh my god. Everyone's in assless traps. Like Miami is lit. But mm-hmm. the crazy thing is the station is out in Miami, but I'm not in Miami. I'm by Orlando. So they're actually gonna allow me to uh record mobily out in Orlando. Wow. So in the studio that they have in Orlando. So that's gonna be dope. Um, but awesome. me and Miami would be just in trouble. Could you imagine like just cocaine and like baby oil everywhere it'd be oh ridiculous gosh. no no drugs but you know hypothetically Hi, you know? in theory yes i think i think <laughs> any, any hotel you check in there they give you a, a little packet and a key or whatever you know i just like to say things just to annoy people <laughs> i know i made a meth joke to somebody not even thinking about it and they got really upset with me and i'm like we're just ha- we're just having fun and like i would do i haven't even done meth but they got i was like you know i was like oh are you gonna do some crank and they're like how dare you say that i'm like okay all right take it down a notch i made a meth joke about like uh, someone said something about me being hyper and i was like and they said something like that like oh what are you on like meth or crack or something because your hypers you know f or whatever i'm like i'm too fat to be on that like don't you lose weight on that like you know like i'm too dedicated to food to you know commit to a drug that makes you lose weight like i just can't do it you know the second i hear like the side effects of the drug is like you know, loss of appetite, suicide, dizziness, you know, mm-hmm. happiness. I'm like, ah, uh, I don't want that. No. And, you know, no. I, I I know you're a big uh, food person like myself. Huge. So I have to ask you, what is your, what what is your, is there something in the corners of your mind that is like your new go-to thing? Bro, it's not even a new thing. Like you're gonna, you're gonna be so thrown off if I when I tell you if, if I tell you because whenever whenever someone asks me, you know, because now I'm single after like 15 years of marriage, so you know I have to have those awkward conversations with people on dates where they're like, "What's your favorite color and food?" Which is really weird. But my favorite food, like all year long, every day, if I could, since I was a kid, is soup. Like, every kind of soup. I make soup constantly. I made soup today just because that's my jam. It's like everything's in one. I get to make weird sounds like... <laughs> like, you know, maybe it's an ASMR thing because it's a fatty thing. You got potato, potatoes, meat, broth. I don't know. Everything is a soup. Even when I make mashed potatoes, there's so much gravy, it's a soup. Well, no, you know, I appreciate that because my, my, my wife loves soup and stews and things like that because she's um she's a genius yes but but she's you know she's native american and so her mom is from um the pine ridge reservation where they had all the protests in uh south dakota so yeah stew stews and soups are a big thing because that's just what culturally they they have it so i've i've had i eat i eat more soup now than i ever did and it's great i'm all for it you know Yo, I'm all for it, and I feel like it's one of those under, you know, like, utilized dishes. Like, everyone's like, oh, yeah, meat, potatoes, and rice. It's like, yeah, that's cool, but throw all that in a, in a bowl, you know what I mean? Make it saucy. Something about everything being saucy. So- like, I have t-shirts that say, I heart soup. That's I how serious that. it is. Well, okay, I do, <laughs> I do love a good matzo ball soup myself. 
Yes. See, that's one of my faves. I make like sopa toscana all the time. I make my own chicken noodle. Like everything I make is like homemade. I love it. Now, next time, oh, next time when like, I come back to Orlando, I'm going to take you up on that because I do like a good chicken noodle. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you guys come out here. Oh, no, then I'll have to make my favorite because I have to show off. So it might be it'll be a surprise soup. Okay. You're blindfolded. We go live. You figure it out. <laughs> I like that. Like that could that. be sketchy, though. Like, I wouldn't trust me doing something like that, honestly. No. <laughs> You go in thinking it's soup and it's like pudding. You know what I'm saying? Like really throw you off. Well, as long as it but tastes like, good, I think I'd be okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, cauliflower pudding. Something weird. Well, V, thank you so much for being on the show today. Um, thank you so much. It was mad fun bugging out with you as usual. I uh, I will have you back again. It's You're, you're a great guest to have because I don't have to do much prep we kind of go off to the races and always have a fun convo yeah. so um uh thank you so much and uh please plug your show and and, and your uh, instagram and anything like that for sure definitely find me on bagels and shade instagram twitter all that smoke 60 i'm even on it i'm even on snapchat check that out oh snap what's your snapchat everything is bagels and shade Just okay and Shay, just find me, like me, poke me, do whatever weird stuff you want. Threaten me, I enjoy it all. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. You guys have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Feel the same, so much pleasure is pain. Michael spites me in vain. All I do is complain. She needs something to change. Need to take off the ass. So get all tonight. And don't tell me to shut up. When you know you talk too much. But you don't got to say. I want you out of my head. I want you out of my bedroom tonight. There's no way I can say. I'm no good at goodbyes. We're both acting insane, but you're stopping the change. Now I'm drinking again. Hate proof in my veins, and my fingers are stained. Looking over the ass. Don't quit me tonight. Say you needed this heart, then you got it. Turns out that it wasn't what you wanted. And we wouldn't let go, and we lost it. Now I'm a corner. I want you out of my head. I want you out of my bedroom tonight. I want you back here tonight. I'm trying to cut your no knife. I want to slice you and dice you. My argument possessive. It got you precise. Can you not turn off the TV? I'm watching if I... Goodbyes. Goodbye, 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 good
everybody. Today on the Nate Larson Radio Show, part two of the show, we have a very special guest. This guest was recommended to me by V of Bagels and Shade that you heard earlier on in the show. And, you know, I take her word seriously. Um, I trust her. So, without further ado, we have a very special guest, artist, rapper, entrepreneur, uh, Big Estate is on the show. How you doing, man? I'm glad to be here. This is amazing. Of course. Now, I, I, I got, you know, it's funny. You messaged me on Instagram, and then before I even read the message, um, V from the Bagels and Shade show forwarded me your information and said that you'd be a great guest on the show. So I thought, well, that's uh, that's two signs right there. So I'm, I'm glad you're on the show. Um, now, I, I did, we're going to get into your, your history as an artist and everything, but I, I looked at your Instagram and your social media, and you seem to be really have a, you seem to really have a burgeoning career in hip-hop and a, and a real presence. And um, I'm bit, how, did, how did you get started in music? Um, I got into music because I always wanted to get to, I was all, see, I'm an all freestyle artist. Um, I wanted to take the hardest route in the first place. And I was building up how to, uh, really, um, do this in the first place. I was building up how to really, uh, conjure up, uh, a, 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 a good enough, uh, musical presence, uh, to be able to understand, um, music enough to, uh, say that I was, uh, approaching this seriously so I took my time since I was a kid I always like music was, was different for me like it, it, going through uh, such a uh, so many traumatic experiences uh, in Chicago music wasn't just uh, simply a, an escape but it was uh, the only thing that I found was a uh, view in my life so I was always drawn to music um, so it was already uh, a pure intent that was going to give me an intuition to it that was going to make my approach very different than most artists in the first place so uh, I got into music uh, because of that, you know. Right, so you're from Chicago. Yeah. And I know right now there's a kind of an epidemic of violence and a lot of turmoil, um, and there's a million reasons for that. But one thing about Chicago, uh, my mom lived there for a time, um, is there's an undeniable culture in Chicago that great art has come out of, um, especially music, Um and I, I know that uh, that continues to be the case. So, I mean, that's very encouraging to hear that even though um, there is that turmoil, there is the other side where there's an artist community, there's music, there's architecture, there's art, there's, you know, so many things that shouldn't get overlooked in the news, right? And I, I want to know, so how... In terms of in terms of being an artist who's really known for freestyling and um, that seems to be your would you say that's like your number one skill set as a as a rapper as a as an artist? Uh, yeah, I think that's my niche. I think that's good. I believe because I, I it's like a muscle and I flex that muscle uh, not not on these songs. These songs are songs I've had to rush. I've had to make two EPs in an hour and things like that. Um, and I feel like uh, I have a certain love to music that I I want to approach it in that way so um, 
so profusely. It's just I, I, I don't see myself ever running out of things to say. I don't see myself ever uh, running out of love for it. So I think it's what's going to um, really leave me a legacy because I, I feel like a lot of artists are, are afraid of testing themselves. Like the premeditated makes them feel safe. And I feel like when you're able to push yourself and, and literally be like, okay, this is a major platform. If my head doesn't work like in those times that I've had, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's times where people are, uh, say, it's like the, 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 the writer's block, like anything for freestyle is just like a, a block of the mind. It's like a, a certain room that I have in my head that if I'm not accessing it correctly at the time that I'm, I'm acquired, then it's not a skill. It's luck. And I can't, I can't make a legacy off luck. Right. A skill. So that is my skill. I love it. Because, you know, and, and I've always been a fan of hip-hop. Um, I've done a million shows with hip-hop and rap artists. And, uh, you know, um, it, I've always been a, always been a fan. And, and one thing I, I – and I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, rap is trash nowadays. I'm not, I'm not that because that's, that's ridiculous. But one thing I, I do see sometimes is um, uh, things that are flashy or perceived – more popular than um, skill set, right? And I don't think that's the case. I think if you were to interview artists that are in hip-hop and, and have a conversation with them, such as yourself, you, you see that um, skills and abilities and uh, freestyling and those type of things that are core to the, to the hip-hop experience, those are always uh, the things that are going to be appreciated the most so when, when i when i look at your profile i'm encouraged because um a lot of artists nowadays even popular ones they they may have ghostwriters they may have and i'm not i'm not naming any names but i know of a few that are very popular have ghostwriters or they buy songs from other people or what have you and, and that's fine but I think ultimately it has to get back to um, the beginning in terms of an MC, in terms of being someone who has that ability. So I, I, I like that that is your um, modus operandi, your uh, the thing that makes you shine. Because on Instagram there's a million rappers, but I don't see that as as a Really, I don't even know if it's an ability they have. Would, would you say that's less common or more common? I think it's less common now. I mean, because I understand that people, you know, they got their, their families on the line for their music career, so they have to make sure it just has to be assured. But it's like, yeah, I feel like it's, it's, it's less common. And um, uh, as well, that was, that was a dope word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 and as well, like, I feel like... Um, just to answer the question, like re-answer the question again, like I feel like my genuine approach to people is also one of my skills, like because that's why, like I done a lot of all this stuff uh, that I'm, I've accomplished under a year. I'm not doing the same formula. I'm not paying for anything. I'm literally, I'm literally, and I'm also teaching that the people that that open for me, I'm teaching them how to like you know get your 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 uh, sole proprietor, get your LLC, get your get your uh, ASCAP or, or get your BMI and things like that. Like, it's for me, I'm not going to go, it, it's my my pure intent, like, uh, from wanting to approach this music purely to where I want to look at the man in the mirror and be 
happy about like what I've done. Like you don't have anything left in this world when you go besides the energy of uh, that you exchange with people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And your and your and your progeny, your legacy. That's Multiple what... things like that. That that that's all you got. So we 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 forget the the things that are most important. Uh, a lot of times we take the luxury to, to do that. And I wouldn't call it a luxury. It's kind of like suffering, but it's it's it's, a, it's it comes to a point where a person has to focus on what really matters on why they're doing what they're doing. It's not. This isn't like. I don't think being a musician is a job like that. Like, I don't feel like it's a job. It's literally like, it, it is a lifestyle. It's something that you can't just uh, impossibly go at. And and, and, it's, and we've seen so many uh, artists crash because they go at it in that way. And so, like, a part of, like, being a, a freestyle artist uh, and, and just recently teaching myself how to sing and things like that, uh, going over to the R&B section, and wanting to actually have a song for everybody, wanting to actually... Um, like, like, literally impress music, the essence of music. That's what matters to me. And that intent goes into how I make music. And I literally, uh, it's going to be, you're going to hear me sound like a different artist each song. Because that, like, I want to make a song for everybody and not just, like, be cut out of uh, doing that, but literally pushing uh, uh, music in me to the, to the utmost, utmost limit and not just limiting myself to one one set or anything like that that's that's so like that will to how i approach people and freestyling and that pure intensity music that's my that's my skill that's my that's my niche that's very profound because a lot of artists um and and you know not specific to any genre that i interview or talk to they have sort of a narrow point of view on what they want to accomplish but i think uh, probably because of the perspective you have growing up where you did and, and being surrounded by music and things, I think you see the bigger picture, and that's very refreshing. Um, and and I'm, I'm encouraged by that because that's, that's very, you know, I know artists such as yourself, and, and, and I'm, I can speak for myself here, I, I want to, um, you know, uh, create as much as I can and, and, and express myself and not put limits on myself. So that's, that's, that's great to hear. I, I, I like to hear that. Now I saw on your Instagram, um, you were performing at the BT hip hop awards. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that actually turned into me just getting interviewed by a cool clothing, uh, T.I.'s clothing brand and his family and things like that. Um, I ended up uh, not being able to uh, 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 do the performance due to uh, an issue with the uh, uh, director or something like that. And um, I wasn't even able to uh, do the performance. I just finished the interview with uh, Google and it's just, um, yeah. Okay. Well, that, I mean, that's that's still good. Now, what, what, what are some more um, goals or aspirations you have uh, going into the future? Um, going, going, going platinum, going platinum, uh, going triple platinum actually. Oh, yeah. Um, as well, as well, being able to take the political power that's underestimated, like why ASAP Rocky can have presidents get involved with him going to prison and things like that, can have them, you know, like be able to like change the outcome. Uh, the political power is underestimated as an artist, and I feel like we have a right to change the world. We have a, a, a path to change the world. 
And uh, I feel like if you're looking at a world that is uh, harsh or whatever it is to you, and you're uh, you're you're scoffing at it or judging it, or you're just bystander, that's what it is. And that's how I feel. I'm not I'm not projecting that onto everybody else, but in myself, I feel that. I, it's, it's not fair that I'm going to grow so much. I have so much influence and I'm not helping people towards something more. Like helping, like whatever unlock in my head that allows me to open the doors to success, why don't I teach it to everybody else? So like, <laughs> like it's kind of just like that, that it sounds weird. Like it's like the villain from Incredibles where he wanted to give everybody superpowers so being super is normal. Like I want to make everybody successful so successful is I like that because, I mean, frankly, uh, artists do have a responsibility to share what they know and use their influence in a positive way. I don't just mean politics. I mean social issues, helping their community, um, teaching the knowledge they've learned to other artists and people. And, and that is all very good because it's ne- it's, it, that's how art goes forward and, and stays relevant. Because if, if artists don't do that, then it dies, right? Mm-hmm. And 
there's nothing out there showing that. There's nothing out there helping that, like being able to, like PayPal, like, yeah, you can write, but like, why don't they, you know, like switch if they want to, you know, move you out the bat. And then also music, a lot of these kids can say, oh, I want to be a musician and no one believes in them, move you out the bat. And uh, with this being said, why don't we have more organizations? Like, why would, why don't we have, like, you know, if they have PE, why don't they have uh, a music production? Why don't they have music production and things like that? Why don't they have, you know, learning how to engineer at a young age in these in these uh, music classes where these kids are doing flutes they don't even like? You know, like, yeah. why don't you have another elective and I can be funding this stuff? I can be the person that, if I have the power to do so, why not? So that's, that's my goal. No, that's great. These are all great, um, and and I want to say attainable goals to have. You know, I think people want to put a damper on people's dreams and accomplishments, but uh, I go the opposite. I say, why not? Because people accomplish great things every day. Um, now, I want to ask you, I keep seeing these lists on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and YouTube everywhere, and everybody has, like, a top five rapper list, and I want to know, not to put you on the spot, but who are your top five? Top five? That is kind of putting you on the spot. That's harsh. Um, no, it's okay. Uh, uh, I, I like this. Um, I'm sweating over here. <laughs> Dylan, 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 <laughs> Dylan, Dylan, Dylan. I speak that hot fire. That hot Dylan. fire. That's right. <laughs> No, that was from uh, uh, Dave Chappelle. Oh, yeah. Of course. Top five right now. Top five. Um, I really love uh, uh, Black Thought. I really love... I was just going to say, I was just going to say that. That's He's my number one right now. Um, mm-hmm. That's funny. Uh, I've never had anybody that was actually parallel with that. So, you're... You just... Well, and if, if you, if you love... Uh, if you love freestyle like you do... I mean, that one freestyle he did that was like 40 minutes, that was, you know, I know you've seen it. I mean, he just came in, he just pulled up just to let people know, listen, this is how you do it. I'll come back in a couple of months when y'all forget again. That was, yeah. I mean, I don't care what kind of music you do. You can appreciate the skill level there. Wow. Um, if, If my audience guys listening, if you haven't seen it, um, Black Thought of the Roots did a freestyle on, I want to say, it was was it Sway show? Or it was, but anyway, go on YouTube. And, I think it was uh, Funk Flex. Funk Flex, that's right. That. Go and Google it. I mean, that's, that is a, uh, uh, everybody's playing chess with, the, uh, poker with a chess player right there. That guy is the top of the yeah, game. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's a perfect analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, you got... I'm going to get... Okay, so let, maybe not top five. That's a lot of pressure. What about top three? That's even more pressure. You didn't make it easier. What? You made, you made it worse. <laughs> okay. <What did> you <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's do it. Uh, top three. Uh, I'm sorry, I got to do this. Softwalker. I don't know. Like this, I love Softwalker so so much just from like the realness. Like, and, 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 and it's... Uh, for me, I love this thing where, like, I uh, see that's what I was practicing so much uh, before I came, like, because I did a lot of these accomplishments under the year. I was practicing these cadences of how to, like, change up all the different, like, you know, uh, uh, little, little, la, 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 blues, la, 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 you know, like, with the Arab sweatshirts, with the, we the band. Mm-hmm. And when you look at these cadences, 
uh, like um, how he switches things up and how he decides to do it. I think um, because uh, uh, sorry for the songs or something like that, and he's the only person that has like stayed like you can't you, you can't really disrespect him because it he, he makes sense. You know, right. Like and like when it comes down to uh, the the Texas is one of my favorite states to perform. Um, when I got to see like because I, I, I before I'm, the the thing is about me like uh, my performance. Uh, routes are kind of crazy because I go in these cities where I've never been or never known um, and I, I, I take them over from doing the South by uh, selling out uh, two times the South by South uh, chilling with Drummer Boy out there and uh, Mike Beatty Badass who's uh, um, uh, Lil Boosie he's in a Lil Boosie movie too um, and uh, I also was chilling with uh, uh, Bill wouldn't let him and security wouldn't let anybody else through which would let me through before they, I was the last person to see uh, see him uh, at uh, South by Southwest, and um, it was it was it was crazy. It's like uh, going to these these places uh, and really not like it's a lot of artists don't uh, do it, and it's like you know you, you sell out in these places oh, so many times, um, and it's your come. music that kind of like and your energy. Like, and then the like, like, I come from you know like every step away from those places. You know, another like like power. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. on that stage, it's, it's, it's just if you don't if you don't rock with me, you gotta you gotta respect it. I like that. Now I want to thank you for being on the uh, show. Back to question, uh, Sauce Walker. Sorry about that. No worries. Um, black dog. Awesome. Now I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Biggest state, everybody. Please, if you have anything to plug. Um, Please let everybody know where to follow you and where your music's located. Oh, you can follow me at B-I-G-G-A-S-T-A-T-E. Big Estate, the official Big Estate, not the other fan pages. Um, I don't know what it came from. Uh, and let me see. Uh, you can uh, also get uh, all of the uh, new merch and stuff like that. Uh, that uh, I just uh, sponsored a uh, Let Me Shoemaker that uh, is, uh, sponsored by Spider Macy's. Uh, you can at biggestate.com. Uh, Google me at biggestate, B-I-G-G-A, T-A-G-E. Thank you for having me. It's been an awesome conversation. It's, you, it, it's, it's awesome that you're like an artist to be able to like, see it so deep. So like, it's, it's, it's been a pleasure. Uh, uh, B, thank you for plugging me to this guy. You're amazing. I, I'm, we're parallel with a lot of things. I, I really love that lady. Um, you guys have a good whatever you guys are having, uh, afternoon, latte, and a, and a good, uh, you know, breeze or whatever. And thank you again. Biggest day to everybody. Thanks, guys.
this time I can't wait, I told you I can't wait You make me feel like I can't lose Yeah, that's right, I wanna get to you You're all I believe in I wanna show you everything You're my strength, not my weakness Yeah, yeah, secret to say Just like your heart is But I'm caught up in LA like a movie Stuck here on replay, what you want me Bye. 